Welcome to Coach Pep Talk, the podcast for people who run their own coaching businesses. Each week, I talk to an expert who shares wisdom that helps us be better coaches and coaching business owners. Coach Pep Talk is brought to you by Life Coach Office. It's your one-stop shop for managing your coaching business totally online. You've got access to coaching journals for all of your coaching meetings. Your clients can upload documents. You can share files. You can upload videos and have classrooms that are predefined and set up that all of your clients can reuse. If you're interested in consolidating all the things you've got for your coaching business online in one place that you can access from anywhere, go and check out Life Coach Office. You can try it for seven days with no credit card or anything required and hop on and see how that's going to work for your coaching business. You can check it out at universalcoachingsystems.com slash try hyphen LCO. This week we're talking to Chris Gaskill of Falaris Creative Studios. Now the Falaris team is wonderful. I mean, they, they create beautiful sites. They specialize primarily in, in websites for coaching businesses. But the cool thing about them is they're not just designers. They actually take a holistic view of the site and understand how to build online businesses, which is quite a, a, a rarity these days in, in design uh, website design studios. So I was really excited when Chris decided to come on the show, agreed to come on the show and talk to us about how he works with his clients, his, his coaching clients specifically, to really hone in and get the right messaging across on the website. So without further ado, let's hear what Chris Gaskell has to say about the secrets of profitable website messaging. Hello, Chris, and welcome to the show. Hi, Benet. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for coming on. You know, I was so excited when we were um, brainstorming what topic you thought would be really appropriate for a, a group of coaches, and you suggested um, messaging and helping coaching coaches with their messaging. I was so excited that you proposed that because that is such an important topic for coaches. I know I myself have struggled with it, and it's kind of an ongoing saga, it seems, for coaches. It's a very common pattern that I see with lots of the coaches that I work with. So thank you so much for, for proposing this very valuable topic. Uh, I, I thought we could just kick off by you maybe setting the context a little bit, because when you say messaging, that could mean a lot of things depending on you know what experience different coaches out there have. So could you maybe set the scene, give us a little bit of a definition about what you um, mean when you say the word messaging, like what, what's included in that? Absolutely, so the messaging is really, you know, all the, all the written content on someone's site is a, is a good place to start. And a lot of people may call that copywriting um, or just just content, you know, depending on how it goes. But it's it's truly, I think, more about the soul and the personality of what you're saying. And you know, other people might be calling this the branding or you know something like that. But it's really not just what you're saying to the visitors who come by your sites, who you know hopefully will eventually turn into potential clients or you know, newsletter subscribers or just, you know, people who read your blog and, and possibly um, evangelize you. But, you know, it's, it's truly, it encompasses so much more than just what's written, but also how it's written, how you come across, 
what you stand for, uh, what you believe in, and all that kind of stuff. Okay, so it's, I, I like how you said it's, the, it's sort of the soul. So, and we're talking specifically here about a website, is that right? Sure, but I think it extends beyond that. You know, if, if generally speaking, right now, as, as far as what we're talking about, we're talking about the, the messaging on a website. But once you have that, you do have to carry that through to social media and everything else. You know, you don't want to suddenly sound completely different when you're on Facebook or something like that. Okay, so it's really your your overall persona or your, your brand. Um, so you mentioned content. Are there any sort of specific bits of content that you um, that you know that coaches need to have like a tagline or you know, blog or that where you know that make up that that branding messaging piece it's interesting because I think the page that sets the tone for a website and when I'm working with clients on websites I actually think the about page is the one that really showcases who you are, you know, what you're about and everything else. But that's not to say that, you know, having um, a blog or even as you're just describing your coaching packages or services or the homepage, I mean, it, it spreads all throughout there. But in, in my opinion, uh, the place that you really make a stand is on the about page. And the real issue I see with a lot of coaches is it's, it's just very dry, textbook, kind of robotic, uh, where they just kind of describe who they are, uh, maybe what their background is, and, and some kind of generic messages about how they could help. And really, when we're talking about messaging and when I'm working with clients on that, it's to move away from that and move into trying to have more of a conversation with someone through a website, which is hard because it's only one way, mm. but you have to work towards, uh, work towards that. Okay. Okay. So the about page is really key. Um, the, do you, do you personally like taglines or opt-in boxes, you know, big headlines like that, or is, is that all a part of it too? Oh, of course. Um, you know, I think that, like I said, I start with the about page because it, it helps clients figure out how they want to talk to people. Mm. But then I, I wouldn't say that taglines are super important, but opt-in boxes and things like that, absolutely. I mean, if, if there's anything on a site that is, you know, the, the most important thing besides just saying who you are and what you do, uh, it's going to be getting them to take some kind of action. Mm -hmm. And when you can, when you can, yeah, I, I just, I think that when you can talk in your own voice and not come across as maybe like a, a used car salesman commercial where it's like, Hey, get this for free, you know, kind of thing, but yeah. actually, uh, be very, offer something that's, you know, truly useful and, and come at it from a, I want to help you standpoint and, and speak just like a normal person. And those, I think those kinds of calls to action, you know, tend to work better. 
Okay. Okay. So what I'm hearing then is when we are talking in the context of our conversation today, when we're talking about messaging. We're kind of talking about the soul and the brand that sits behind your coaching business. And it incorporates lots of different pieces. And primarily there's that, that opt-in or call to action and that about page that you think are, those are really crucial pieces. Mm -hmm. If I, I uh, summarize that fair, fairly, <laughs> anything you want to change or add? Yeah, and you know, I, I don't want to throw out too many things because you know I could easily say like, oh well, you know, the sidebar of the blog, it's important to have a good call to action there, and and say some stuff for you know different parts of the homepage and whatnot. Of course, all the different parts of the website are important and to carry the message through, mm -hmm. but I find that the places that you know, you, you really shine are going to be the about page if people actually want to learn more about you and also the call to action areas specifically because their job is to get attention. So, you know, they should be designed in such a way that they are calling the attention of the eyes and everything. So those are going to be the parts of the website that are, of course, read the most. So there, there's such an emphasis on getting those call to actions correct and, and making them really good and, and something that when people read them, it inspires them somehow. And I think that comes from, again, like I said, a, a place of speaking naturally, not just some generic, you know, down with my thing. Yeah. Uh, well, and I think it's really good too that, I mean, I know that you can be very nitpicky and go straight for all the things that are wrong with something. And I think that that's one of the things that I value about your expertise. Um, but for the purpose of this conversation, I think it's great that you're kind of focusing on those the 80-20 the rule, you know, like what's the, the two main things you could change straight away to get really big results. So thank you for, for like honing us in there. That's really valuable. Mm -hmm. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, if, uh, why messaging is so important uh, for coaching businesses specifically? Because that's, you know, who our listeners are. I think that when you are a coach and you're running a website, it is so important. And, and I'm not sure there's another industry and I'm, I'm, there, there might be, I don't want to say that there isn't, but as far as, you know, the, at the top of the list, you have to build a connection and trust through what you're saying on the website for someone to feel comfortable reaching out. Because if someone is looking, you know, to you for some kind of help, Aside from maybe therapy as well, which, you know, is, is definitely distinctly different, but they, they both cross paths in that the client is coming to you for help with some kind of personal issues. The, they have to feel comfortable and confident that you understand what they're going through or, or what they're needing help with, that you have the expertise to help them with it, and finally that you're the right person for them specifically and it's that last point that i find the messaging this this is how people know if you're the right person to talk to because there may be so many different there's there's many different coaches out there they all have their own different you know personality style of coaching and and all that kind of stuff and you can't please everyone 100% of the time mm -hmm. so if you're watering down your messaging and just doing a very basic, you know, general, hi, I'm, you know, Bob Smith, life coach extraordinaire kind of thing, people aren't going to know like, okay, well, what are you like? What's it like to work with you and everything? Mm -hmm. 
So when you put more of a personal, you know, message and, and really speak more from the heart, speak, type in a more conversational tone and everything, uh, it's going to let people know if they're in the right place. Not, um, of, of course, the information you put out there, they're going to process logically and and by thinking about it and seeing what you're writing and saying, okay, I, I help with these kinds of issues and they'll know if they're, if they're in the right place or not for that. But they're also, if you're doing it right, going to internally feel and, and it's going to be an instinctual feeling if you're the kind of person that they're going to be able to get along with, that you're going to understand them really well and help them. So if you are not really displaying your personality and your brand through your content messaging, you're you're definitely not advertising yourself to the people who are going to match with you, you know, very well. Uh, and then the people who weren't going to match with you anyway, they're just, they're going to move on anyway, you know, because you're not inspiring them either. So you, you are just losing out on potentially the people who might be really interested in working with you. So let's say that, you know, I'm, I'm out there and with my coaching website and I've nailed my messaging because, um, you know, my messaging helps people understand uh, that I understand what they need help with. They understand that I have the expertise needed for that job. And then they also have this sort of connection with me um, that I'm right for them specifically because of something I've said that really resonates with me. You know, maybe I'm a mom or maybe I'm, you know, something that, that they can relate to. So let's say mm -hmm. we've, I've nailed it, right? Or a coach out there has nailed it. Then, then what happens um, to your coaching business as a result of really, of really nailing that? Well, obviously you're going to get more inquiries. You're going to get more people signed up to your, uh, you know, your newsletter and, and email list and all those kinds of things. But I think truly what it's about is, you know, I've had a few clients come back to me and, and the interesting thing is you can look at it from a stats perspective and you can see that there are certain people who are spending way more time on websites, looking around, taking in the information, getting a feel and everything, uh, than on a typical website that maybe is a little bit more, you know, dry or, or bland. But then when I talk to some of those clients, some of the in information I'm getting back is people go, wow, your, your website just spoke to me so much. It, you know, I stayed on there for, you know, at least half an hour looking around, if not, you know, an hour or more in some cases the, the, one of my clients told me one time, someone said like three hours or something ridiculous like that. Um, when you can capture someone's attention like that, you have, you, you are, you are setting up the sale. You're, you're taking off so much. Um, not, not only are you getting more people invested and interested in working with you who are eventually going to reach out, but you've also done a little bit of the, the pre-selling as well, where you've answered so much of so many of their questions that are not direct questions, they're indirect questions. Because when you get on a call with someone, sure, you like a, a sales call or a consultation call initially to see if you're going to work together and be a good fit. You know, we say that term is this person a good fit for me? Yes, you're asking, you know, the basic questions, uh, you know, what is it you need help with? Can you afford my coaching and all that kind of stuff? But really, that call is all about getting a sense of, you know, who they are and them getting a sense of who you are. And if they can get a strong sense of who you are, 
then you know when you're going into that call that they've already partially they're already, made mind. They're, yeah they're already warmed up but you've got a warm lead there right so exactly the cold call yeah that's going to make your job a whole lot easier absolutely you can go in with a lot more confidence uh and they are also going in with a lot more confidence in that they feel like they already kind of know you a little bit and you know that you <laughs> if if you are whether you're just getting started or whether you've been around for a while you really can't ask for much more than that when you're talking to you know a potential new client as a in any discipline coaching or otherwise yeah and i would i would like to i would suggest maybe even could take that a step further because if your site and your messaging is really strong and you you do nail those three pieces where they know that you can solve their problem they know you have the expertise to do it and you they know that your approach is right for them specifically that they might even take a step and buy say a, a low cost entry level product or even a high cost one for that matter if if they feel that strongly so that can be a passive income opportunity as well for for you know, the coach without the coach having to actually even have a conversation. Absolutely, and at the end of the day, um, for anyone who you know, has even kind of dipped their toe into the water of sales, and if you're a coach and you're in business for yourself, well, whether you're a coach or any, just, again, whatever you do, if you're in business for yourself, you have to know sales. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, people buy on emotions. Mm -hmm. Decisions are made on emotions, and then your logic and your thoughts and reasons back that up after the decision in your gut's kind of already been made. You don't go to, you, you might go around to different uh, car dealerships, try test driving a bunch of different cars, but you don't always pick the one that on paper has the best specifications. Usually it's the one that you feel most comfortable driving in, you feel that it matches your personality, you like the look of it and all that kind of stuff. And as long as it doesn't get like awful reports uh from like a you know car and driver magazine or you know uh, something like that that says like oh these things you know blow up into flames every every fifth yeah. car is a lemon um you're gonna buy based on your emotions so when you're reading someone's web page if you're getting into it it's because they're speaking to you and specifically they're speaking to you they're not talking at you they're not giving you information it is like a conversation yeah one thing that i've i can i see um a, a lot in in with coaches and i've even been guilty of it you know in my my early beginnings is um you know coaches will start to tell a story but it's actually a lot about the coach and i what i've what i've seen works very effective is when you actually stop talking about yourself and actually start focusing all your writing on the client right? Because it's about their problems. And so, so just changing that switch in your mind as a coach, it may, makes a huge difference in how you come across. And maybe that seems really obvious to you, but <laughs> I see that problem all the time. No, that's exactly it. I'd say that's the cardinal sin of most people out there. And kind of going back to what I was talking about, the dry text that I see often, it's, hi, my name is whoever, I do this. I do this, I did that, I have this degree. Right, and yeah. it's like, okay, that's, that's great, I'm happy for you, but that didn't answer a single question about, you know, do you understand what I'm going through, what I need help with? Uh -huh. uh, are we gonna be a good fit? What are you like, you know, because even though that might be about them a little bit, I'm really asking that question about me. Are you a match for me and my personality? Yeah. So, and, and just to take that a step further, the about page, as I was talking before, 
and, and that I think it's a really critical piece, even that is about them. It's not about you as a coach. Mm -hmm. So if you are, you know, thinking about your about page, you really need to think about what their problem is. Now it's fine to relate your own story that say you, um, you know, you are a business coach and so you were in the business world for a long time, but what you want to do instead of just saying, oh, I have this many years of experience and everything is really talk about the experiences you had and then them by reading that are going to be able to empathize with you and, and kind of vice versa. You're empathizing with them about shared struggles in that world. And that's kind of goes back to what I was talking about when I said, you know, they need to know, do you understand my problem? You know, do you get it? You know, truly, mm -hmm. do you get it? Not just say, okay, you did business for business world for 15 years. Do you get what I'm going through right now as a manager with a, with a uh, employee who is just driving me nuts and I don't know how to turn this around right now. Or yeah. Something. So you've got to tell a story that's a story about you, but that's really about them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's an art form. It truly is. Okay. We're actually, um, we need to, we're, we need to get a move on. We're, <laughs> um, I might have to get you back on the show too. Okay. So let's just, Chris, how, if, if somebody's um, wants to go about creating new messaging for themselves, and this is a two-part question, we're going to need to kind of be a little bit snappy with this one because of, I'm trying to keep these shows to 20 minutes. Um, but how can somebody, how can a coaching business, a coaching business owner go about crafting good messaging for their coaching business? And is it different if you're just starting out versus if you're tweaking something and you've already got something in place? So if you can kind of give us some wisdom on that, that'd be cool. Sure. So you can, you can definitely, I'm going to answer the second part first. You can definitely kind of take what you have already, but generally speaking, it, it should just kind of inform you. I think about making sure that you do fill in the details. People in some cases are going to want to know your uh, credentials and, and things like that. Even though that's not the focus, you do want to make sure that some of that still gets in there, but how can they do it? I think there's, uh, you know, there's two parts to this. The first part is when I'm working with clients, you know, I often have them fill out uh, what would be called like a buyer persona form or an ideal client avatar, things like that. You can Google this, find it all over the web, uh, different examples. And really the point is to write down either client, you know, your, your ideal client, either one you've already had or just one you kind of make up in your mind so that as you're writing, you can look and keep this person in mind and go, okay, well, what would this person want to hear from me? Like, how do I speak to them and, and things like that? The second answer is I find that most people, when they sit down to write, they get too caught up in thinking like, oh, well, this is how I should write or, or something like that. Uh, like, I, I have to make sure I sound very official when, in fact, you really want to be very conversational about it. So a, a trick, and this is, you know, what I use with clients, and I actually take them through a, a very long a series of questions, but anyone at home could just go to someone that they know who preferably kind of knows what they do, but maybe not too much, uh, but really anyone that you feel comfortable talking with, find some way to record the audio, sit down with them for, you know, 30, 45 minutes, and have them start asking you questions about your business. And, you know, just start off, hi, you know, what do you do, all that kind of stuff, and just, you know, answer as naturally as possible back to them. And then they should be following up, you know, going a little bit deeper here or there. 
And when you listen to that recording, you're going to hear how you actually naturally talk about your business and how you are conversationally when describing it. And you want to, you know, either, you know, try to, you could, you could get it transcribed, you could transcribe it yourself, or you just, as you're listening to it, you could uh, go like, ooh, that line I said was really good and, and write it down in your copy and whatnot. But those would be two key ways I would think that you could get started working on the copy for you know, one page and then follow it through the rest of the site. Okay, so let me just repeat just in case somebody missed those steps. So the first step is just get really clear on who your ideal client is and maybe map out a little bit of a, a persona, which can you just br briefly explain what a persona is for people who are unfamiliar with that term? Sure, so like a, a buyer persona uh, would be, it's basically kind of like a worksheet where you would fill out like, okay, what is their name, their age, socioeconomic status, their interests, uh, what would motivate them, what would not motivate them, you know, uh, what are the things they do for fun and all that kind of stuff. The point of this is to really build up a image of someone in your mind and not just a generic person like, oh, I'm going for women in their 40s. No, it should be like, her name is Anne. She's 43, married with two kids. She makes, you know, $80,000 a year. This is her job. This is the magazine she reads, the TV shows she watches, all that kind of stuff. You really want to have a very clear, vivid picture of the person that you're going after uh, so that you, as you're looking back at that, as you're writing, you know, coming up with your branding, coming up with your messaging, you keep going back to it and go, would this person, uh, you know, really be interested in what I'm saying here? Would this capture their attention? Would this, you know, get them really excited or fired up or feel uh, empathetic towards my situation and because I'm empathizing with their situation, that kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that, that persona, come up with your ideal client, write a persona for them, and that, that's sort of step one. And then another step, it sounds like you could actually, yeah, do these quite separately. It's just interview, interview somebody that you feel comfortable talking to, record you talking to them about your business and then take notes and see what, how you sound. <laughs> yeah, and, and the reason I say, uh, you know, ask them to, have them ask the questions, and it, it should really be something kind of uh, very casual. Don't, like, plan out the questions ahead of time and give it to them, because then you're going to be in your head and think, like, how do I answer this perfectly? Yeah, you it want should, it to be a natural conversation, right? Exactly. The more natural it can be, the more natural that you know, when you're listening to it, you can take that natural conversational style of speaking and just directly basically transcribe it into what you're writing to put on the website. That's great. I love that. I haven't heard that, that technique before. I really like that one. Thanks, Chris. Okay. So I know we need to start wrapping things up, but um, before we do that, what, um, are, what common mistakes do you see coaches specifically making in their messaging and what tips would you like to give them? You know, it's really the, the, uh, of course, I've kind of talked about being, you know, kind of dry or textbooky, but it's really about making a stand, putting your personal personality out there and just being vulnerable and open and honest. Uh, you're not going to really help anyone if, you know, you can't put yourself out there because you have to take the first step in, in being vulnerable for them to come to trust you. You know, they're the person who is, is looking for help and everything. They're not the ones with a website that says, Hey, I need help. Someone come apply to be my coach, you know, so you have to put yourself out there. And, and even though that's, that's not like a very specific 
actionable tip like some of the other stuff we talked about like buyer persona forms and, and and kind of focusing on them as you're writing your copy but that should be the high level overview that's informing everything that you're doing as you're writing your content for your website okay so so would that mean that that common mistakes that you see then are that coaches don't make a stand I don't think that enough coaches, you know, put enough of their, you know, true personality and, and feelings and beliefs and experiences out there. You know, often um, working with just about every time I've ever worked with a life coach, the reason that they're in their specific niche or, you know, work with a specific client that they do, it, it's because they have personal experience with it. Sometimes extremely traumatic experiences with it. Um, you, you know, some people uh, are, you know, maybe grief recovery specialists and things like that. You can't just say I'm a grief recovery specialist if you've gone through something very traumatic and like actually, you know, came to understand and learn all these tools that you use to help you move past it and then became so inspired to help others. Talk about that journey. Talk about how you went through, uh, you know, whatever it was that was, you know, really tough for you to go through and how you came through it. And people will sit there and go, wow, you know, this person gets it. They went through it. They're, it's not just someone who took some uh, classes somewhere and, you know, they, they're, they're coming at it from a, a science-y, textbook-y kind of like, oh, I went to college background. No, this is someone who went through it. They're going to get it because they came out on the other side and they can hopefully help lead me out on to the other side as well. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So the, I guess your, 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 your tips are really for coaches to, to, to make a stand and be very clear about, I guess, what problem they solve and be open and honest and to be vulnerable. Yeah. Mainly the last part. It, it's, it's one thing to say, hi, I'm a, you know, a, a business coach or whatever. It's another thing to delve into actually the problems that you face, the problems you help clients face and everything else. So absolutely go for the latter and really just try to be, you know, very human about it. The more human you can be and the less robotic you can be in your messaging, the more mm -hmm. that people are going to connect. And that's interesting. That's really, it sounds like there is really a shift, you know, since the, the early days when I started life coaching um, back in 2006, you know, it was like everybody was really focusing on being perfect and being the best. And now there is this nice shift towards, you know, I guess, because there are so many more coaches in the marketplace to expressing vulnerability and focusing more on problems and connecting through that common problem space. Um, that's just, just fascinating from an, an industry evolution standpoint. <laughs> I think that people uh, now, especially with the evolution of the internet and and navigating it, the their you know BS detectors, let's say. Yeah, are, they're getting better. <laughs> they're very good. So you you can't you can't come out and be just robotic and perfect because then people will go, okay, well, you know, that's, that's not me. I'm, I'm missing something here. Something's not right. This doesn't feel right. But yeah. if you are more human, especially and something like coaching, like I said, that requires so much trust when someone hires you because they're about to talk to you about some, you know, really big problems in their life. If they're actually going to hire someone to help them, then yeah. those problems are very personal and very big and they're going to want to feel very comfortable working with you. Yeah, that's so true. Okay. I think that's, that's a great, um, a great way to, to end this, you know, is that really this, your, your messaging is really all about helping your, your client, your ideal client trust and feel comfortable.
So it's, mm -hmm. it's really it's a, it's a part of your rapport package, coaches. Um, awesome stuff, Chris. Thank you so much. Um, if somebody want, uh, listening wants help with their messaging or just wants to learn more about Philaris and how, um, how can they find you? Right. So, uh, you know, I run Philaris Creative Studio. We're on the web at philaris.com, F-A-L-A-R-I-S.com. You can also find us, you know, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, all that kind of stuff. Not that I do the social media thing too much, um, but, you know, I would say go to the website. You can see great examples of conversational copy and content on there. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to talk to anyone about this uh, just to give tips or anything. I love talking to people about, and life coaches specifically about all this. Yeah, you've worked with a lot of coaches and a lot of um, really beautiful sites in your portfolio. So if anybody is looking around, definitely recommend that you check um, check out that website. And I'll put the the link in the show notes. All right, we got to wrap it up. Thank you so much for being on the show, Chris. Yeah, thanks, Vinay. Okay, bye-bye. And happy coaching, bye -bye. everyone.